Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is Med Talk presented by HCA Midwest Health. I'm Jamie Monticelli with Dr. Amit Deshmook, emergency medicine physician, and we're talking about stroke. Stroke is no longer an old person's event, sign and symptoms. Thanks a lot for joining us. Thank you for having me. Dr. Deshmook, let's talk about the beginning. What exactly is a stroke? A stroke is usually an event that affects the brain tissue. It affects the blood flow to the brain. It cause, it's either caused by an interruption in blood flow to the brain or a hemorrhage or bleed in the brain itself. It's a time-sensitive diagnosis for treatment, and it can be devastating and uh, disabling and lead to death also. For those who don't know, why should the word stroke be in everyone's vocabulary regardless of how old they are? We're seeing an increasing incidence of strokes in a younger age, uh, below the age of 45. Uh, people need to know the signs, initial signs of stroke so they can act fast. The mnemonic that the uh, American Stroke Association has is, the mnemonic is actually fast. It, looking at facial droop, uh, arm weakness, uh, speech interruption, you, and the T is time, so call right away to activate 911 EMS. Don't try to drive the person or the loved one or bystander, anyone you see, to the hospital. So we always associated having strokes with our parents or grandparents, people that are older and not younger, but it sounds like that's not always the case. That is true. We're seeing an increasing incidence of uh, diabetes, obesity, hypertension, tobacco abuse. People don't take care of themselves quite as well as they used to, and we're seeing an increasing incidence of strokes in younger folks these days. So knowing that now, let's talk about some of the signs or the symptoms of stroke so our listeners know exactly what they should be looking for or what they should be feeling that would be signs of a stroke. Can you talk about that? So anytime you see anybody with an acute or a rapid onset of confusion, if you look at their face and you can easily ask them to smile, if you notice any irregularity in their smile, one side may be higher than the other. If you notice they can't uh, blink their eyes very well or stick their tongue out, if you notice they have any weakness in their arms or they say their arms are numb or their legs are numb or they have difficulty walking or holding something. Some people will present just with, I, I can't hold my pen well. We know a case of a, a physician here in town uh, within the last 10 years that presented with that type of symptom. So uh, there are many, many, many um, symptoms that you can have, but the most obvious ones are weakness. Are the symptoms immediate and do they last for a while? So it depends. There are mini strokes, which we call TIAs, and actually more permanent strokes called CVAs. And the difference is, is that the TIAs are temporary events where you may have weakness in your arm or leg or face or difficulty with your speech, and it may last 
under 24 hours, anywhere from a few minutes to several hours, but it is not a permanent type event. My understanding is that some people actually have other health conditions that may put them at a higher risk for a stroke, but may not know that. Definitely, definitely. So we do often find patients in the emergency department setting that come in with undiagnosed hypertension. They have coronary artery disease or uh, plaques built up in their arteries over time. They also can have diabetes that's undiagnosed. You can have uh, folks with um, holes in their heart called, um, basically they have uh, foramens in their heart that need to be fixed at, over time. They've never had diagnosis of that. They've never had like an ultrasound of their heart. Uh, people will have anomalies or abnormalities of the blood vessels in their neck going to their brains. Folks can have aneurysms in their brains too. So a part of this is part of development in general. We're all similar, but not the same. Are those things that would come up if you're going to get a regular physical, are those things that doctors are going to be checking for in a physical? It just depends. If you're having symptoms of any weakness or headaches or uh, kind of numbness in your extremities, those are things that your doctor may check for. Tell me what someone should do if they think that they've got some of those risk factors that you mentioned, or in fact, if they notice they are experiencing some of those symptoms. I would definitely go to your primary care physician if you're having things that are happening over time. They can refer you to a neurologist or cardiologist. We have some excellent ones in the HCA system. Uh, they can do testing like MRIs of your brain. They can do ultrasounds of your neck. We can do ultrasounds of your heart. We can do all kinds of things to look for those risk factors or any of those congenital or born with abnormalities that can predispose you to this. At what point do you call 911 and why is that so important if you think you might be suffering a stroke? If you notice an acute change, when we say acute, we mean a rapid onset of change. So if I woke up this morning and I came here for this uh, podcast and all of a sudden I'm talking to you and you looked at me and my face looked a little funnier, I felt numb in my arm, I should call 911 or you should call 911 for me. Is there anything else that people should know about strokes and how it's no longer just for an old person's event? I think the most important thing is primary prevention, just like any, any uh, cardiac type disease, healthy lifestyle, avoid smoking, good exercise, low-fat diets, um, just generally taking care of yourself helps prevent strokes in general. And I think young people, kind of like we've done with the cardiac thing, with the AEDs, or you've seen the defibrillators all over the place, you see them in, in, um, at the mall. You see them at the kids' schools. I mean, you, they're all over the place. I think time is tissue with heart disease. Time is tissue with stroke. So the faster we can intervene on these through an emergent, from an emergent standpoint, the more likelihood we have to save a life or to, to decrease disability or later um, long-term effects of those, those events. Well, thanks a lot for your time today, Dr. Amit Deshmukh, emergency medicine physician. This has been MedTalk presented by HCA Midwest Health. I'm Jamie Monticelli. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.